Nice. 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 Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to That's Nice, the podcast about all things nice. This is Mike. And I'm Aleeks. We're here again. Another week has gone by. It's now October. October's in the house. Oh, my God. How did this happen? I don't even know. There's a house on my block with, like, 50 jack-o'-lanterns. No. Like, I swear to you, it's, oh, it's no. possibly a murderous situation, but... It's <laughs> a nice month, though. I feel it, like other than that, it's a really nice month. This year, it's kind of conflicting because it's like, oh, October, like, spiced cider, Halloween, and then it's like, <laughs> ring, 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 the election, like, ah, I know. it's really hard to, like, not despair. I've had, like, bad Trump-related insomnia. Um, so this is the podcast where we don't talk about that. Yeah. But um, The cooler weather's have, nice. Yeah. I like the cooler weather. We're about to have a three-day weekend at time of taping. Mm -hmm. um, so that's going to be great. Uh, I think I saw some foliage. Definitely. Some foliage. I'm very excited about just, I don't know, the year going. I feel like time is going by so quickly, but also very, very slowly. I'm still confused about how time works in California. <laughs> but it's been today. It's kind of a continuous day for yeah. the entirety of your stay here. I do feel like my skin's getting bad. But it also, it's I might have just aged five months <laughs> since I got here. I'm like, I look old. I have like... So many, so many things to worry about. But anyway, so we're here to talk about nice things. Mike, I'd love for you to kick it off with a news item, a nice news item for us. Um, so we're only three episodes in, but I keep bringing real life examples to the table. Just things that I observe. I'm so nervous. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is like, what's happening? He's going off grid. I just want to say shout out to people that in a perfect way just like ask you if you're good if you're doing well if like so like when I used to I used to be in a band and I feel like through that time there's a lot of people being like you good you good when like the subtext is like are you good to perform this task you need to do to keep like things running right or keep the machine going and lately there have been a few people in my life that I feel like genuinely are just like hey how are you doing like are you like what's good are like how are you feeling and I just think that's really nice, and I encourage people to do that more and figure out a, like, there's a balance of it not being intrusive or condescending or something, but when you find people that are just really interested in how you're doing, I think it really makes you pause for a second and just be like, how am I doing? Yeah. And um, I think that's really nice, and I'm lucky to have that. I find, like, a, a full-on mouth kiss is the best way to get through it. It's the a full-on mouth kiss is the best way to ask someone. And then good. say, how you doing? Or is it how you doing? You, how you doing? You good? You kissing. Good? That's the subtext. Um, that's really nice. I feel like you good could be like, um, like I would find myself being like, yeah, what? Like, what What? Did, what did you hear? What's going on? It's, but you know what? It's so in the power of the person asking. Yeah. Dang. Like, if you have Small that, things. if you have that reaction, they didn't ask it right. Man, Mike, you always bring these, like, real head scratchers. I go right, like, yeah. Life. <laughs> Think about it. I'm like, that is our turtle. Heart sex. Like, this is so our, our, our dynamic. Um, because um, my nice news item... Um, Gosh, I, it took me a while to, like, actually think about this because, it, like I said, I'm, like, having a little bit of anxiety around the election. We just watched the VP debates, and it was just like, ooh, white men talking about <laughs> my vagina. Things that are very unnice, all of that. But 
There's a pleasant thing that I read about that is loosely related to government, and that's that the state of Colorado, where weed and all things marijuana are legal, shout out to harvest season. Um, <laughs> I pretend I smoke weed in this podcast, but really it makes me so anxious. I like can't even pretend like, to smoke it in front of people. I don't think I've ever seen you smoke weed, but yes. Uh, no, if I'm like in an area where there is weed, like I will become so high that I'll talk about it constantly and then I'll have to go home. I become either so paranoid I have to go home or I'm beavis in bed <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> like I can't stop eating and laughing. Anyway, <clears throat> so Colorado has seen this huge surplus in tax income or tax revenues and they're putting it towards... Um, bully prevention oh, wow. which is great giving it back to the kids if you smoke weed as a kid especially in high school you're probably really cool and you don't get bullied but <laughs> if you don't colorado's got your back so that's really nice and that is really nice i don't know i i mean i mean there's a lot going on with weed but it is a nice thing in a lot of people's lives we work with someone who has chronic pain and he's able to have access to to weed and it's changed his life. Sometimes he gets a little too smacked at work and we laugh. I sing the Smack City song to him, but um, we have a laugh about it. And I think it's generally a positive force if people use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to Colorado, though, on that. That's, yeah. That's very, very cool use of surplus of tax money, tax income revenue. I wonder <laughs> if it's going to pass here. I think it's on the ballot in California. A prop, as they call it here. It's a prop. Did you get the bol- the the packet in not, the mail? Not yet. That thing is so thick. It's like it's a like, million props. I was like, I'll totally read this in the same way that I was like, I'll read the the driver's code before I take my <laughs> test, which is tomorrow. I just remembered. Yeah, it's a props lot means something different. You're like for two New Yorkers, and like I'm like yeah, props to like, it's like propositions. But I feel like <laughs> oh yeah, propositions also mean something different to me. <laughs> Um, but I think I think it's nice. I've never received that in the mail, like a thick packet of education on what you could influence in your state. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That is nice. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> on to welcoming our first and only guest for this podcast. We're going to welcome um, Sammy Main, who is a wonderful writer who puts out a tiny letter every single day and has for over a year. She's up to almost 550 editions of Pep Talk, her tiny letter, and it's just one little line. Even if you don't open it, the subject line is always something really positive, like picture your positive future and nothing more, nothing less. Get up and try. Speak your mind. I mean, that's just like from one week. Every single day she gets up and makes sure that she sends this out to people who subscribe to her newsletter. It has like a little gif in it, a quote from a famous person. It's just such a delight. And she puts so much positive energy out into the world we wanted to have her on. So welcome, Sammy Main. Nice. Nice. All right, cool. So, hey, Sammy, welcome to the podcast. Uh, We're so happy to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excellent. Um, So I know you from, we worked at BuzzFeed at the same time um, on different teams, but I also know you from general media, Twitter, which is a murky (laughs) place where we coexist, but you have this wonderful newsletter. And when we started doing the podcast, I was like, we got to get Sammy and her pep talk newsletter on the podcast. So I want to hear about when and why did you start doing the pep talk tiny letter? Sure. Um, 
Gosh, well, I, I do one a day, and it's usually a few minutes after I'm like up and about for the day. Um, so you can tell it comes a little later on weekends because I sleep a little later on weekends. Um, but I send one a day, and so I think we're, gosh, well over 530 by now, somewhere in the 530s. So that many days ago <laughs> is when I started it. Um, I'm not sure why I did. I think I was looking to to give myself a daily pep talk, so I figured why not make it this weirdo public thing too. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's super short. It's like a, a one or two line quote from some kind of famous person. And then I, I pair it with a gift that's usually tangential or <laughs> related to what we're talking about. Um, and then I, and then I blast it off to everybody's inboxes. It's a fun time. That's awesome. Shout out to gifts, by the way. Um, yes, every day I go to Giphy. If I hit G in my uh, Google Chrome browser, it just brings me to Giphy. It knows what I need. Awesome. Excellent. Um, do you feel like there's been one in particular that's had a real impact on someone? I, I should look up what it was, but there was a time earlier this year when I was, we'll say, fun employed. <laughs> and somebody who, who follows me on Twitter and who also follows Darth on Twitter, that mysterious red panda we all know and love, um, actually replied to one of my pep talk emails. Um, she works in the publishing industry and knew I was kind of looking for work and was like, hey, if you need anything, here are our job listings. I'm happy to recommend you. This complete stranger that I still haven't met was so willing to to help me thanks to this weird little newsletter and the, the kindness of strangers on Twitter. So um, a lot of good feelings have come from it, and it's not always from the quotes themselves. So there's there's a lot of power behind the the niceness. Agreed. That's we'd we'd awesome. be we'd be out of a podcast if that wasn't I know. true. It's funny <laughs> we just kind of answered three questions in one, but um, <laughs> I, we <clears throat> this is a good opportunity to kind of take a sidebar. When we were internet stalking you before this, we noticed that you went to Luke's today, which is a nice new yes. thing in the world. Can you tell us about your relationship with Gilmore Girls <laughs> and this coffee shop? This is the perfect question for me. Okay, so um, so I grew up well. I watched Gilmore Girls when it was on its original airing on television um, and then have rewatched it over and over and over because it's kind of like that nice blanket that you go to when you're sick or whatever. It's so good. Um, so I've watched it a million times and my mother has never watched it. So actually tonight um, or every once in a while. Uh, she still lives in Florida, and so we'll both put Netflix on at the same time and stream the same episode, and we'll text during it like we're in the same room or something. So it's been really fun kind of introducing her to the world of Gilmore Girls because it's so it's so great there. Um, so I I'm... Have... Oh, I'm no, sorry. No, please, please continue. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say I have also seen literally every episode from season one, episode one to the end yes. on Netflix via my girlfriend's rewatch of the series Perfect. and i really i really enjoyed it Bringing right people together Go stars hollow it's so cozy there it's cozy there a hundred percent of the time i love it i, I witnessed the line there was a like were you able to get into luke's like you were able to get in was there a huge line because this morning on my drive there was like 
a line like four blocks long of people trying to get into like the Luke's Diner pop-up. Oh, yes. Um, so <laughs> there was many people in this line and they even came out at one point because so the promo was from 7 a.m. to 12 noon or until supplies last. You could get in, get a free cup of coffee, get your Luke's mug, take your photos or whatever. So we're all standing in this line, hundreds of people. And like, luckily there were 200 locations, I think they said, uh, across the country. Um, you'd think they would need 200, like just in New York and LA. <laughs> but uh, So we were all squished together and they came through and they actually said like, okay, we counted. And like this dude up here is the last person that will get free coffee. So it's kind of like a, a judgment call on everybody else in line, whether it was still worth it. And like all of us stayed um, oh, because we're all nice. huge nerds and we just <laughs> wanted that experience. And so I actually, um, I've been standing in line, I don't know, five or 10 minutes by that point. I was in line for like an hour total to like go through the whole thing, which I guess it's an experience. Um, we made it happen. But um, I look up after like 10 minutes and I realize one of the girls in front of me is my freshman year college roommate. Whoa. Yes, because New York is not the largest city in the world. It is the city in the world. Um, so really, Gilmore Girls just brings people together. We all had a blast, took our Instagrams. It was a good old time. That's awesome. So it seems like a lot of people love Gilmore Girls. I've never watched it. Welcome to the shame portion (laughs) of the show. I need a friend who loves Gilmore Girls. Um, But to kind of flip things on their head a little bit, what's a thing that most people love that you really can't get behind? For instance, avocados. Okay. Um, So I think something other people like that I don't really like is action movies in theaters. I can't do it. It's kind of an assault on the senses, right? Yes, you're like in a dark space and it's so loud and there's so many explosions. I really can't. <laughs> I was I was with a friend when the one of the Batman movies came out. I don't even know, one of the Dark Knight movies. And I literally left to go stand in the lobby like after 5 minutes because I was like, "Oh no, I can't get behind this at all." It's kind of like I can hear you. Like I don't need this movie on like a million <laughs> Like set yes. to like a million volume. It's like uh, my grandpa is supposed to use a hearing aid, but he doesn't always use his hearing aid because he's a proud, proud man. And so he blares the television and all of us are like, we get it. Like NASCAR is on, but you don't need this. <laughs> That's oh, phenomenal. Man. Well, Mike knows I'm very sensitive to loud noises or um, things. There's a foosball table at our office. Womp, womp. So Alix is not life. down with it. And oh. I have such a hard time with, like, aggressive noises. So, like, yeah. action movies, anything that has, like, a gun in it, I'm just like, uh-uh. No, thank <laughs> you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. That's kind of the longest similar vibe of this. Yep. Yeah. We don't need Can't that kind of stuff in our life. Just keep it, keep it, like, keep, I want some birds chirping, maybe some soft <laughs> yeah. R&B, and that's about where I'll take it. Just to tie it together, Gilmore Girls, quiet show. Real quiet. Yes. Oh, really? yes. I mean, just overall, pretty, pretty try. quiet. It's a pretty quiet show. If that's the selling point that takes it, <laughs> <laughs> it's a quiet show. We gave it a try. 
Cool. And our final question, which is where we reveal your deepest, darkest secret. What's the meanest thing you've ever done in oh. recent memory? <laughs> okay. It's not even recent memory. It's just something that's haunted me for years. <laughs> uh, dun, very dun, dun. few people know this story. So this is uh, an exclusive to this podcast. Hey, we need an exclusive sound. We got to work <laughs> on that. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I think I was in fifth grade. So this is going way back. And you know how when you have a crush on somebody when you're that little, you don't treat them kindly or <laughs> nice at all. There was this boy, I believe his name is Patrick. I remember he had dirty blonde hair, I think. Very adorable. This is the South. So we were somewhere in Georgia. Um, very sweet. And I thought I liked him very much. And so for some reason that manifested itself in that I would poke him with my pencil, like all the time, like all the time, like to the point where he complained to his parents, I think, and they complained to the school and I got a day of in-school suspension and it has haunted <laughs> me ever since. Wow. Oh my God, you're like, yes. <laughs> just gonna torture this boy until he likes me. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I've done that. It did not work. He um, did not like that. I was like just gonna back. ask you. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Man. Not at all. Have you thought of reaching out to him to apologize? I don't know how to find him. <laughs> I could maybe try through mutual friends on Facebook because some of our friends from that time are married now the south is weird they like met in kindergarten and now uh -huh. they're married so they might be friends with him but i haven't tried to seek him out well we have a little surprise for you patrick <laughs> come on in <laughs> oh. Oh. confirmed hair is still sandy blonde <laughs> oh my goodness Ugh. well thank you so much for calling in sammy where can we find you online absolutely so i'm at sammy main that's s-a-m-i-m-a-i-n uh, I used to say that my name is like the street, not the state, because sometimes people put an E on the end of it, but that's not what it is. That took me um, way too long to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's me on Twitter. And then the the newsletter is super easy to sign up for. It's tinyletter.com slash pep talk. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Sammy. And for all the positivity you bring into people's inboxes every day, we appreciate you. Oh my gosh, I appreciate you guys. This is the same sort of thing. It's so fun. Yay. Talk to you soon, Sammy. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Nice. 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 All right, so now we're going to go into our call-in voicemail for the week. Um, every week we ask people to call in to 650-642-3763. That's 650-NICE-POD. <laughs> And this week we have Kim calling in with a really nice thing someone did for her. Hello, nice friends. Uh, this is Kim, and I wanted to call and tell you a story about a man who collects money uh, for a youth basketball team on the NQ train in New York and the very nice thing that he did for me one day. Um, every time I saw him, he always says that instead of money, he would take a smile, and he was always so positive and nice to people. Um, and so whenever I saw him, I'd always try to give him, you know, whatever change I had, and I'd also give him a smile. Um, and last year, uh, one of my parents was rushed to the hospital in critical condition, happened in the middle of the day at work, and so I left and had three hours to go from Manhattan all the way back to Astoria, Queens, and then get to my flight at JFK. 
So I was on my train ride back to Queens. I was super frazzled and upset on the train. And then the basketball team guy boarded my car. And I started looking for money uh, from my wallet as he was coming closer to me. And he looked at me and he said, something is different today. You look really upset. So today I'm not going to take your money, but I'm going to give you a smile. And that moment, it was so small and so nice, but it really got me through a very long week. And um, even now, after I've moved away from New York City, I will never, ever forget him and the very nice thing that he did for me that day. So there's my nice thing. I hope you guys like it. Bye. The first time I listened to it, I kind of cried. <laughs> so sweet. Dang, and just like thinking about how isolating New York is when you're going in moments like that, like crying on the subway and just feeling like completely like lost in this giant machine that is New York and someone being like, hey, I got you. It's really impactful. I had, do you have a story about someone being nice to you on the subway when you lived in New York? Oh, man. Um, Because I do. I don't, (laughs) not off the top of my head. I, maybe I've had been nice to people on the side, like done something nice. I don't know. I had, I feel like I did something once. I did, okay, two things. There was one that I don't remember where this guy was, looked like he was going to faint and I gave him my seat, but it was after, and I kept seeing him afterwards and we always waved at each other. There was once that I fainted between like First Ave and Bedford. Right when I got on the train, I felt lightheaded. I think I had just like run down the stairs too fast or I hadn't been, hadn't had, enough food I think I was just like stressed out and I started blacking out and I just kind of like I asked the guy in front of me I was like right in front of the people sitting down I was like hey I'm gonna pass out and everyone around me kind of like rubbed my arms and was like it's okay it's the train goes too fast like this lady was like it's the train that goes too fast and I was just like I'm okay and then like I was fine by the time I got to Bedford but it was just like without the strangers around me to basically like catch me and be like you're okay we're just under the train. Like, they made sure I knew where I was because I was, like, had my head in my hands. That was really nice. Conversely, there was once where I was getting on at First Ave. I always would, like, kind of walk to the end of Manhattan um, if, like, I if the weather was nice. Um, so I got on at First Ave, and I went to get on the train, and I stepped on the back of someone's flip-flop. Oh, right? No. <laughs> Yo, very unnice. Not nice. Right when I was about to get on the train, and her shoe, like... Twisted, her foot twisted, came out of the flip flop. The flip flop fell in between the train and the platform, and she she was like, <gasps> and then she just ran down the platform like off the train, like screaming. And I got on the train like, <clears throat> and then suffered like an eight minute train ride of everyone staring at me like, you monster. Um, so that's the really unnice thing I did. <laughs> that's kind of a nightmare, to be honest. I mean, she had to have one naked foot on the platform at first half, oh. like until she could go. She did the right thing, where she like went and got the the person on the platform was like, "Can you help me get my shoe?" But like, I ruined someone's night for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent. Real bummer. <laughs> oh, shout out to uh, the person whose day I ruined. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. We have a little surprise for you. She's here. <laughs> no, we can't. Uh, so the, I don't know. I don't know. It was real. I was just like. oh man so next segment as we do every episode we shout out to the nice thing in our lives for that week what you got for me mike bruno okay um so i'm going to 
tag on a little bit to what uh, Sammy was talking about. I had no idea that these Luke's Diner pop-ups would be so popular. It looked like a Yeezy pop-up or like a Supreme drop or something. We're going to get that brick. Yeah, I need that Supreme brick. But shouting out to a nice thing, I think just like the comfort in television, it's, it is like, it's such, I think, I think you said it before, maybe Sammy said it, but it's like, it is a warm blanket that your favorite shows are like that. So it was really interesting to see people getting up crazy early before work to go be a part of something. Um, I just thought that was really nice. And what was really cool and really nice was, uh, this pop-up was next to an actual coffee shop that I go to every morning and I was sitting outside and heard people like strangers talking in line about their favorite episodes, their favorite characters. Like, you know, they kind of dressed a little differently, like as if they were in the show today to go to this pop-up. Um, so yeah, I just think that's nice. I think we take it for granted a lot, but television shows, characters, like all that stuff is really nice. Yeah. I have been watching, I've been watching the good place and I, my, um, my, I'm like my friend, my ex coworker and like internet friend, I don't want to like oversell our relationship, but Daniel Kibblesmith <laughs> tweeted the good plays more like the good show. And it's such a good show. I've really been enjoying it. So it's, it, it's rare for me to really get into a TV show, even though it's like the wrong, it's a controversial take in LA, but that could be um, a thing you don't get into that people get into. I just have no patience for TV. Like it, it's like a book, like it has to really grab me or I just like abandon it so quickly, even if it's really good. But I, I watched the first four episodes kind of back to back when I was home sick these last two days and it was really good. I'm super stoked for that show and it has like extremely talented people working on it. The other nice thing, I had a couple nice things. I always kind of hit hog it. the niceness. No, hit it. Um, the Solange record. Oh, my damn. God. It is. Uh, uh, I actually, again, with the warm blanket, I was just like, it's so comforting. And I know it's like written for black women, but just like feeling the impact of it just as like a fan is really incredible. And um, it's like a personal record. It's you can feel that that record she made without. You know what I mean? Like people make records and there's so many cooks in the kitchen kind of telling them how things should be. And I feel like she just made a record that was she just took like, her time. wow. Yeah. She took her time for sure. I mean, Creams in the Sky, Raphael Sadiq, and it has like two songs with Sam Flau in production. One Don't one, Wish like, Me Well. That oh, one. That's Henry's favorite. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's my that favorite. That one has as... I don't know. I hope I'm saying his name right. I'm not sure. Samba. I guess it is Samba. But... Um, He's just incredible. And Wallace's favorite, too. guy is just like, if I, I told Henry, I was like, I'm so glad and I'm not anywhere near heartbreak in my life because that would just pull me apart. But it is just a gorgeous record. Um, and lastly, a nice thing in my life that I've been sending, I've been sending my friend Ronnie pictures of this naked bird. Um, there's this <laughs> bird I found on Instagram. I think I saw it on Twitter, but oh my god, this, <laughs> its name on Instagram is Rhea R H E A underscore the Naked Birdie, and um, it's this naked lovebird. I guess all its feathers came out, and it is so oh, man. <laughs> amazing looking. And it, there's one picture that I've been using on on Twitter as like getting ready for Friday night, and it's just like <laughs> looking at its little naked bird tush. <laughs> In the mirror, and it is just a little freak. It's Damn, so, Look at it. Oh, gosh. Okay, sorry. Not very visual, but it just looks like a tiny little chicken, but it kind of has a smile. It is kind of smiling. Oh, my God. Interesting. A bird and its owner has, like, this derpy, <laughs> this, this derpy dog. It, it 
um, has little outfits. It's just like a very joyful internet animal. And I just love whoever adopted this little birdie and, and gave it such character. It has 125,000 followers on Instagram. So we should have Rhea on the show. It's more popular than me. Did it have an egg? Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, breaking news. <laughs> breaking news sound. Rhea, the naked birdie just hatched an egg. Wow. Oh my God. Hmm. Anyway, so that's our podcast for the week. Yes. Stay Lots nice. to cover. Solange changing lives, TV changing lives, eggs. One of my favorite things. <laughs> Naked birds. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, stay nice. 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 Hey, everybody. So don't forget, you can follow me, Mike Bruno, on Twitter. It's at RiskyBusinessMB. That's just Risky Business spelled regularly. And then M is in Mike, B is in Bruno. And don't forget also to follow the podcast Twitter. It's at That's Nice Pod. And I will post so many pictures of the naked bird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm Alix McAlpine, A-L-I-X. A little curveball there. McAlpine, MC, like McDonald's, Alpine, like the mountains. And there I'll post about all sorts of things you don't want to know about me, but <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Wow.